And once again, welcome to our Messia Valley News Sports Podcast. We are brought to you by Instagraming, and we are live on the patio at the Amador Live Eatery and Entertainment District, as we are every single Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. So let's get things started by talking about a little bit of uh, sports action uh, that was going on over the weekend. Uh, as you know, it was a good weekend for New Mexico State women's basketball. Uh, they made it to the championship game, but unfortunately, the season comes to an end as they fell to Kentucky, or excuse me, they fell to California Baptist in Kentucky, and uh, that was a really, really close game. Uh, they almost got it right there. It went down to the wire to the final shot, but they uh, finished up their season 18-7 and seven overall, eight wins higher than their 2021-22 season, and of course, uh, Jody Adams looking forward to her next season and uh, seeing if they can get to the NCAA. Unfortunately for Aggie baseball, that uh, weekend didn't go quite as well as NMSU fell by a score of 10-7 to 7 to Utah Tech and St. George to wrap up a three-game conference series. The Aggies will travel to Albuquerque. In fact, they're playing there tonight. They uh, should be actually getting first pitch tonight as they take on the uh, Aggies up in Albuquerque. And, of course, this is a um, for the four times that they're going to be playing this year, this will be the first time they meet. They're going to meet twice more in here in Las Cruces at Presley Asco Field. And then again, they'll make the final trip up north on May 2nd. And then in state, of course, looking to bounce back after losing all four contests in New Mexico last year. And the Sweet 16 is set for the NCAA tournament. And if uh, you thought you would be pretty good on your brackets uh, this year, I think almost all of them went into the trash after the first couple of days. I, I, I can tell you that. Eight more teams kept their seasons alive as they battled for a trip to Houston. Michigan State and Creighton each advanced uh, with upset wins over Marquette and Baylor, respectively. Florida Atlantic ended the dream run of the 16th seed Fairleigh Dickinson, while Gonzaga edged TCU to advance on. Uh, fellow third seeds Kansas State and Xavier also earned second-round victories. Miami and UConn rounded out the day's winners, and the action continues uh, Thursday with four games scheduled to be played in Las Vegas and New York. And like I said, Fairleigh Dickinson uh, taking out Number one, Purdue definitely threw a few uh, brackets into the trash for sure. And also going on tonight, of course, the stage set for the World Baseball Classic Final. The U.S. is set to take on Japan tonight in Miami. Uh, and Japan had a killer game against Mexico, 6-5. to five. In the ninth inning, uh, Masataka Yoshida hit a three-run homer in the bottom of the seventh inning. Actually, that started off there to get them on the board after six innings. But in the ninth inning, Shohai Otana had a hit, got every got a few people on base, and then they drove in basically a walk-off win to go ahead and get that in the bottom of the ninth right there. And it was a very exciting win for Japan. But like I said, the U.S. and Japan hoping to uh, go at it uh, tonight. And the U.S. looking to defend its WBC title after claiming the last championship in 2017. Japan aiming to claim its third title in uh, the fifth ever classic. So should be a really, really good game tonight. And, of course, uh, we are here and we are going to be talking, well, I think we're going to be talking some uh, pool, right? We, we got the pool tables. We are. Without the pool tables. So Without the pool tables. I don't know. I, I thought you might be able to bring one out. We'll put it out in the middle of the grass. Couldn't or quite make that. Play outside, right? No, uh, we have our guest, and this is uh, Aaron. Yes. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Well, I'm Aaron Horvath. I've uh, lived here with my beautiful wife, Jana, and my daughter, Brianna, for, well, 23, going on 23 years here in Las Cruces. That's right. And uh, 
we've, we're going to talk pool here in a second, but uh, just to get to know you a little bit, what's a little bit of your history? How did you end up here in Las Cruces? Sure. So uh, I was military, uh, mm -hmm. Air Force, and stationed at uh, Holloman Air Force Base in Alamogordo. Okay. Uh, I was stationed there in 1993, uh, met my beautiful wife in 94, and uh, she was also Air Force at the time. Uh, we both served there, and when we got out of the Air Force, uh, we stayed in Alamogordo and, and, uh, until about 2003 and moved to Las Cruces. Oh, that's so, cool. So you've been here since about 2003? 2003, so okay. 20 years. 20 years? Yes. Okay, yeah. I got to read by just a couple, but that's okay. Um, and, uh, and what have you been doing here in, in Cruces? I mean, in 2003, did you come in playing pool? No, no, actually, uh, it's uh, pool is always something I did for fun here and there when I could. I uh, got involved with competitive pool about four and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, but I work in sales. I've been uh, business business sales for uh, well, a little over 20 years now. So. Oh, awesome. Okay. And how did you get into uh, the pool business? So, and we're talking like yeah. pool tables, not pool like swimming. Yeah, so pool, right. Yeah, pool tables, billiards. Pool tables. Yeah, exactly. billiards. There you go. So, uh, like I had said, I've been involved, you know, playing pool for fun over the years, uh, mm -hmm. just for fun here and there. About four and a half years ago, uh, I started in uh, competitive pool. So okay. I, I joined league, uh, started playing in tournaments, and uh, so uh, really got excited doing that. And it was really a lot of fun. Um, have a passion for the game, and, and so for a few years we were, you know, playing here. And I noticed uh, there weren't too many um, handicap tournaments going on. Yeah. Uh, and so um, the regular tournaments, you, you know, uh, you have the same few people that kind of win, you know, the tournaments and and. Uh, uh, it was, I don't want to say pool was dead, but it was nearing the coffin at that time. And so um, it, it, I just felt that a change was needed. Uh, got with some friends, talked to them about some ideas, and launched Accelerate Tournaments to to uh, offer consistent, regular, uh, quality handicap pool tournaments. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, um, uh, I can guarantee you I was never at the top of any of those tournaments at all. Because uh, I think a lot of people are familiar with it, you know, just uh, playing recreationally. You know, you go out on uh, Friday, Saturday night, or maybe sometime during the week, and you go over to the tables and you play and you have a little bit of fun. Um, of course, the situation being here in Las Cruces, we lost one of our places that uh, a lot of people like to play, which is a, a real shame. Um, but um, they're still out there, there. And uh, I myself really enjoy the game, but never really good enough to compete. And I'm going to be, you know, I played a lot of different sports and I'm pretty much bad at most of them. Uh, but uh, I did just enjoy the game. Like I said, just go out and enjoy it. But these tournaments, um, you know, how, how many tournaments do you get into uh, for the year around here? So uh, I'll, I would estimate we've probably put on about 30 tournaments during wow. the year. Um, and we have four locations that we do the uh, the handicap tournaments. So we have Lucky Dog Billiards here in Las Cruces, yeah. Olhausen Jerry O's Rack Room here in yeah. Las Cruces, yeah. and in El Paso we uh, we do the tournaments uh, from time to time at the Pizza Zone, the Neepool Hall there on Montana, oh, cool. and also at Clicks Billiards as well. Yeah. So, like I said, there's plenty of options to go ahead and do that. So maybe if you uh, do kind of miss those tournaments. Um, you know, uh, how, how do you recruit? How do you get these people? Are the people coming in from all over for these tournaments? So what we found uh, is, like yourself, you know, a lot of people like to play. And, um, and, and quite a few of those folks are competitive, and they'd like to play competitively, yeah. but for whatever reason, have shied away from playing in tournaments, uh, that, that, you know, whatever reasons they may have. Um, and, and 
uh, there's over time, what happens is folks see the tournaments going on, they're curious. Um, they, like I say, they enjoy the game as well. And if they're competitive, they want to get into it. Yeah. Um, we have a rating system in, in our area that's uh, called the Fargo rate system. Yeah. And the Fargo rate system is um, used for the main sanctioned league that we are uh, fall under, which is the BCA or Billiards Congress of America and Q Sports International. And that rating system is used to help us establish handicaps, just like you see in golf and just like you see in bowling, yeah. there's handicaps and there's reason for that because it helps level the playing field. Mm -hmm. It brings more people in, more people are excited to play when they can actually you know, have a shot. Yeah, when and they have play. a chance. There you yeah. go, exactly. And so we set up tournaments where folks can, uh, the uh, the upper level players that mm -hmm. are higher rated yeah. in the Fargo rate system, they may have to win six games in a match, whereas you might have to as a newbie and, then, and, and not quite as skilled, um, maybe you have to go to three games and win three games in okay. a match and so it helps level the field where uh, folks can compete and have a fighting chance yeah so. that that's uh, pretty awesome uh because uh i think that's one of the things that really stops a lot of people from competing in that way because there are a lot of uh, competitive people that uh, uh probably don't put in as much of the time or the skills to go ahead and get up to that elite level i can say that because that's that's basically what i used to do i used to love to go out to play every once in a while. In fact, some friends of mine used to go play uh, about once a week or so that we would go out. And uh, my cousin, who lives in California, uh, played so much and he did get to that elite level. He ended up going pro. Outstanding. And uh, yeah, I learned how good he was one time when he came for a visit. I said, let's play. And, and you know, after he ran the table, I was like, okay, I'm going to go get drinks. <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> I'm done now. Yeah. That's right. uh, yeah. His name is uh, Fosh Garcia. Ah. And uh, I love it when he posts uh, every once in a while because he'll get some of these endorsements and just come up with these killer cues that these companies give him. And I'm like, you know, you can throw a few my way. I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily right. opposed, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it, I know that it's a lot of fun to get into the game and everything else, like, to uh, get some more people out there. And how many people do you usually get for some of these tournaments? So it, it depends on the venue, but uh, mm -hmm. we are we are finding it's been very popular. Um, the, the tournaments are generally filling up to capacity, which is generally if the, if the pool hall has uh, 12 tables or 10 or 12 tables, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll generally max out at about 32 players. Okay. Um, we have a smaller location in town as well that has you know fewer tables. And so we, we generally have up to about 16 players there okay. as well. And like you said, you, you like to play. It, it, it's, it, it's fun for you. We have so many folks that have come out and joined in the Accelerate tournaments that were new in their skill level. They were new, you know, getting started competing and playing in tournaments. And they have grown and developed so much over this past 16 months since we started. And now they're placing in tournaments. They are actually placing and placing in the money and winning plaques and trophies. And that's exciting when that happens. And when, when, when they get a taste of that, those folks, you know, um, they come back and they, and they continue to practice. Not everybody has the six hours a day to put in yeah, practice on pool, obviously. And so, uh, but they, they do tend to put in more, you know, time and effort and, and, and actually get better. We have so many folks that, have, that that's happening. Well, that, how, how frequently do you run your tournaments? So you have the tournaments every month and usually at least twice a month. We've recently started up a, a mini, an Accelerate mini tournament at Lucky Dog Billiards on Monday nights. Oh, and nice. anybody's welcome to come and join and play. So just a short you know, uh, tournament on Monday nights, and then usually our tournaments are on Saturdays. So. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, you know, of course, practice is uh, the frequency in which you get to play and, and, and everything else like that. Right now, everybody has the six hours a day to go ahead and, uh, you know, 
uh, hang out and uh, hang out at the table for the, for the most part. Yeah, that 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 is a, a little bit difficult. But the idea that you frequently have these tournaments is a cool thing because even just getting that amount of time in where you're like say playing every week or maybe a couple of times a week because you're going to the tournaments and you're competing and then of course maybe you get in a lot of extra practice another time of the week even that little bit of extra time you'll enjoy you play every your game and like you said once you get bit once you get like maybe that first win or you place for the first hook. time man you're hooked and like what you gave me money for doing this for playing a game for playing a game yeah <laughs> right, that's exactly. a, that's always a cool thing when you can get money for playing a game yes. legally um so that's right <laughs> that's right but uh, yeah, so you said you've only been doing these tournaments for the past six months. So for sixteen months. Sixteen, 16 months. Sixteen months. We started this uh, roughly um, October of twenty one. So okay, so that was months. just coming out of all the pandemic years and everything else. Like yes, that. and during through some of it exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Was that hard to try and get people to come out for that? After? Well, it, you know, yes, of course, especially when venues had to close, uh, and um, so we just had to wait it out. Obviously. Yeah, so, uh, but but uh, but your participation, obviously. If you're uh, selling out these tournaments, you're getting all the tables up there, then that's a great thing to go ahead and have. And that means that people are coming out to these tournaments. And music they are, and it's because of the, the demand and the hunger to be able to compete on a more level playing field, a little more fair shot, you know, chance, develop their skills. Um, and I would encourage anybody to, to, you know, that is that likes the game, likes the game a lot, loves the game. To come out and check it out and 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 uh maybe even consider joining our pool community and, and uh checking out an accelerate tournament and playing and having some okay. fun okay now you keep mentioning the accelerate tournament what exactly is that accelerate. so that's the name of our, our tournaments the i say yeah i saw the logo so yeah sure yeah so the the accelerate uh and the way it's written out xlr8 with, with, it's a very awesome designed logo uh, which one of our sponsors tcmb design designed for me um what it means is to accelerate the fun, accelerate the growth of your uh, your pool game, your your level, uh, accelerate your robustness, the amount of games that you get in the system to get experience, um, and accelerate the competition. Oh, exactly what we've been talking about. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's expelled as, exactly as spelled differently than accelerate. Uh, I was just going to say it's an awesome band name too. Um, <laughs> but uh, now, if you had your magic wand right here. And you're thinking to yourself, if you had a venue that you could go ahead and run some of these tournaments at, what would you like? Like, how many tables, how many people would you love to get into support of these tournaments? That's a great, great question. I would love to be able to run a, a tournament that has 120 players. Holy cow. And, you know, 30 pool tables. That would be amazing. Is that now... Is that something that uh, maybe you can bring in some tournaments, uh, say at the convention center or something like that, to bring these tables in, or is that a possibility that uh, you've thought about? It certainly is. That's that's definitely a possibility, and we've we've looked at the idea of maybe making a a large championships uh, series where we bring in a lot of the known players and, mm -hmm. and have a you know, promotion and, and and just do one of these very large tournaments. So it's certainly certainly possible. I know. So, well, if you need an intro, I know this guy named Ed, <laughs> Ed Carnathan, uh, you know, that uh, does a lot, does like to bring in some tournaments and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe I'll make an intro and you guys could uh, go ahead and talk about it a bit more. That'd be great. Because, yeah, that, because you know. I'm thinking, obviously, uh, 30 tables, which really isn't a lot. You don't really need that much space, I think, uh, to get 30 tables in there. I know some, some of the venues are limited on space because that's just what they have. Yeah. 
Uh, but as far as uh, 30 tables, I think the convention center could easily fit back there. Uh, some of the breakout rooms in some of uh, like at, at, at NMSU could easily fit 30 tables, I think. Um, and they've got several different rooms that you can play with. And I, think, uh, I noticed that when I recently went to an esports tournament they had it in one of the big rooms down there. So that was actually pretty cool. So there are places that you can do that. I guess it's just a matter of getting the logistics and how you're going to get the tables in and, and where you're going to get them from and all that. That's, that's it's exactly all the little stuff that nobody else has to worry about except for you. That's exactly right. And that other little thing, money. Oh, yeah. So, you know, the funding, of course, uh, yeah. you know, that thing. But yes. I keep forgetting about that whole money thing because, you know, I I don't often see a lot of it, so I keep forgetting that it's out there somewhere. So, yeah, that would be a big thing right there. But, you know, a few sponsors here and there, a few other things, some really cool prizes. You never know what could happen as far as uh, making some of these things happen. That's exactly right, and that's what we, we launched with. I, I went out and talked to some business owners, folks that I know have done business with, and and uh, uh, ask them about sponsoring, advertising with us, and, and uh, they jumped on board. And so uh, we're glad to have them. We have some amazing sponsors that uh, that uh, support us each month. So okay, cool, cool. And that could be a possibility, of course, to do a large tournament. I'm, like I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking like this, because I'm always into like maybe getting some of these events, and I've always been on the radio side. There's always the idea of advertising and getting sponsors and doing big events. We just, if you ask, uh, if you ask Max over here at the Amber Live, about getting a certain events down here. We just had the big event for St. Patrick's Day. By the way, if you missed it out, you missed out. It was a whole lot of fun. I regret uh, I missed that one too. <laughs> well, it was, it, was, it was just a great night that they have here. And I know Max is talking about getting certain other certain events right here. Maybe the patio isn't a great place to pull the full tournament. I'm sure when you talk about a level playing field, not, not, not necessarily so great out on the grass, maybe. It's great for cornhole. It is. Cornhole here, that's great for um, Actually, and then they have cornhole tournaments. They have, uh, uh, in a couple of weeks, I think we're going to be talking to someone uh, with the city of Las Cruces and all the different types of tournaments that they have locally here for uh, pickleball, cornhole, all kinds of stuff like that. So, um, in fact, uh, Senior Olympics are going on right now as well. They have several events that are going on. I didn't notice if they had a pool event. They have a swimming event, but they don't have a pool event. It, may be, it may be in work. It, that, that is a possibility. There could be some coordination and good. planning on that. Because I can see so. a few seniors that have got that cue that they'll dust off to go ahead and, uh, and compete. That's right. And we do run senior, senior tournaments uh, locally as well. And okay. we have so many of, of uh, the seniors that play and have played for many years. Oh, yeah. And, I'll, and like I say, they've probably forgotten more about pool than I've ever learned. <laughs> Those guys are good. And they compete, and, and they're still getting in the money and, and winning tournaments here with the Accelerate tournaments mm -hmm. and other tournaments. So that well, is, that's amazing. I love to see that. I've said before, uh, especially when I was talking to a lot of people that were doing the Senior Olympics, because the Senior Olympics, they don't necessarily have a handicap, but they break it down by age. So five-year age groups. So... You have to be at least 50 years old to compete, but then they break it down to 50, 55, you know, 50 to 54, 55, you know, 59, 60. So they break it up by five years. So that way, the 52 year old doesn't have to worry about getting beat so bad by the 80 year old. <laughs> right. And trust me, I'm sure that, that, and I'm sure that because all the different events that they have, all the running events, swimming events, all this stuff, like you said, the seniors, you know, there's some seniors out there that are in great shape and that that can really enjoy some of the, a lot of these events. And I will tell you this, if it, if it comes to running, that 80-year-old is just going to take me down for sure. I don't necessarily have the running physique. So 
I barely have a pool table. Sometimes it's like, oh, I don't know. I'm right there with you. No yeah. running. No, nope. won't do it. I used to run. That's the sad part about it. I used to do that all the time. But yeah, maybe, you know, can you mention you have these different types of tournaments? What different types do you have? Do you mention the seniors? Do you have something for the young kids? Do you have something for a little bit of everything? Well, so we, we are exploring the idea of uh, getting tournaments for the juniors. We, okay. we need to find the players. We need to find the kids that are that are uh, actively playing and that are passionate about the game and want to compete. So we will start some journey, uh, junior tournaments up as well. Of course, the seniors, like we talked about. Uh, we have uh, tournaments that are uh, a certain Fargo rating level, like we talked about earlier, that rating level and below. So that way they are competing amongst their peers and maybe not even having any game spots you know, spotted to them. Mm -hmm. They're actually racing even, but they're amongst their peers. They're not having the giant monsters of yeah. come in and, and take it. Uh, and so we have those type where they're Fargo cap basically is what that is. Um, and the uh, and different game uh, formats. So we have eight ball, nine ball, and ten ball. Uh, we run. Ten ball. Ten ball. I don't. Okay. Yeah. That one's a new one for me. I don't. So, I didn't know you can get ten balls on the table. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, it's like. To me, it's like a mix between eight ball and nine ball. Okay. Uh, you played nine ball, I'm sure. I played okay. nine ball. You have to go in order, chronological order mm -hmm. of the balls, hitting the you know the, the lowest number first, and mm -hmm. making it or using it as a, a combination or com uh, carom. Right. Ten ball is well with back on nine ball. You you know slop counts. It doesn't matter as long as you've made a legal hit. Any ball goes in. You still keep shooting. That's Ten what ball. I love about nine ball. Right, slop and a lot counts of, for sure. Yeah, exactly. A yeah. lot of people love it, and it's fun. And so ten ball is. Uh, similar you have to go in chronological order as well uh, but slot does not count you have to call you have your ball call pocket your shots. yeah you have to call your ball pocket and you still go in order and the 10 ball is the money ball and so you you basically rack it like you would a kind of a similar to an eight ball rack and mm -hmm. uh in the triangle format so okay instead of the diamond format again okay i was going to say how do you rack that because yeah. i was thinking about that and I, okay yeah i can see that but it's a very popular game too a lot of the the uh tournaments are uh Use you know go to you know use ten ball as, as one of their main games. Uh, the, a lot of the, the pros play a lot of ten ball. So mm -hmm. and nine ball. Well, yeah, I, I can see a lot of the uh, the pros, a lot of the upper echelon players uh, really liking that game because you know if you want to show how good you are, you got to call your shot. There you go. You exactly. Call your shot and you got to make it. Um, so yeah, because I I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've uh, played a lot of nine ball and I am very glad and sometimes very lucky. <laughs> sometimes with some of those shots uh so that, like i said i do enjoy that but uh yeah so that's cool so eight ball nine ball ten ball yeah uh that's cool i don't uh, have to check out to see if they've got some videos on ball tournaments and see how that one uh, looks and how that one's played you're welcome to take a look we uh at our uh youtube and facebook page we oh, do live stream uh most every one of our tournaments are live streamed we have a table that uh, is live streamed both on youtube and uh, our Facebook page. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. What, what is the YouTube channel that you have? So it's the Accelerate Tournaments, mm -hmm. uh, just like it's written here, uh, XLR8 Tournaments, and same with Facebook, XLR8 Tournaments on Facebook. And in fact, that's where most folks, uh, if you're on Facebook, that's where you can go ahead and follow us there at, uh, at that Facebook page, and you can learn about all the tournaments there uh, that are coming up. XLR8 I know that ate somewhere a year. There it is. Tournaments. That should pull up. You'll see a kind of a picture of. Let's see here. Got it right there. There we go. Yes. Okay. 
here let me this channel does not have it just you have live videos yes okay. so there's a lot there we go uh -huh. okay that's mainly all we're doing there is and so we're uh, live streaming broadcasting simultaneously to both of those uh medias and uh yeah i am going to let's see here we go Right. And that way, people can see what we're talking about here. Ah, so go. that's your that's your YouTube site right there, where they can see some of these tournaments. Yes, exactly. Whether uh, so, if they're not on Facebook, YouTube, that's a lot. A lot of folks aren't on Facebook, and so they can watch the. You know, we set this up so we could have our friends and family be able to watch. Um, you know, uh, players play pool, play in the tournaments. And so some folks don't have Facebook, but uh, they can go to YouTube. Yeah, Facebook, YouTube. You might consider getting a Twitch channel. I've well. heard about that. Yeah, yes. because Twitch Twitch channel does a lot of games. You know, mainly like mm -hmm. video games. But they also do um, certain games like they'll do uh, chess tournaments, digital, digital chess tournaments, okay. stuff like that, stuff like that. But something like this would be pretty interesting to stream on a Twitch channel as well. Oh, and get with my uh, tech yeah. guy on that. Yeah, Mr. ask yeah, ask him about it, do yep. it because uh, um, I I do a little gaming myself, gaming and every once in a while I'll do right something on. up on Twitch. Yeah. Maybe I'll let you guys know about it someday because um, <clears throat> my friends and I do play, and uh, it's not necessarily for the well. It is one of those things where there's a language issue. Gotcha. We're on the internet. I can pretty much say anything I want right now. True. But um, when I'm gaming with my friends, uh, I really have to, I forget about the fact that I am in front of a microphone talking to some people sometimes. So, what type they're, of they're, Yeah, that I, some people went over to the stream and said there's a mature warning. I'm going like, yep, and I'm not the only one. Because <laughs> me, my son, his little brother, and uh, his little brother's dad, we're the 14 fire team. And, and don't worry, everybody's like over 21, so it's not like we're... Uh, like we're having a bunch of kids uh, cursing online right there. It's just a bunch of adults cursing online, and that's nothing new. No, uh, but uh, no, I don't know the, the Twitch channels, YouTube. Uh, you know, go ahead and get uh, those on there. But that's pretty cool. I will definitely. And this is cool because this is locally. These are all your tournaments on there, right? Correct. That is correct. We we had uh, a, one exception. We did a tournament. Uh, we just helped with the live stream uh, for a benefit tournament mm. uh, for. Um, Albuquerque, and uh, I'll think of the name in a minute, perhaps. But anyway, it was uh, for homeless children uh, to help raise money for them. So um, a good friend of ours, uh, Ashley, uh, ran the tournament there, and we did a live stream there. But uh, so there'll, there'll be other tournaments on here that maybe not that are not directly accelerate tournaments, but that's uh, depending on if it's a benefit tournament, fundraiser tournament. Oh, just to, no, no, just that's good. That's that's how you could grow your channel and grow some awareness on there. And then, like you said, the Facebook channel, as well as something else that you guys get up there. Uh, well, it, it's the same thing, XLRA, just like on your logo right there. Exactly. If you search for that Facebook, you'll find it as well, right? Exactly. And that's where the, uh, I encourage anybody out there that is considering playing pool competitively. If you've got a competitive spirit and you'd love to play pool, um, we'd love to have you out with us. Um, and you can follow us at the Accelerate Tournaments to, to get involved and, and learn about the tournaments. And, and that's
contact me directly. And that's where they would get, questions. like, the contact info would be up on Facebook. Or that's right. like, oh, do you have the contact info that you can give everybody right now? Uh, sure. So first off, on Accelerate Tournaments Facebook page, on our uh, as well as our YouTube page, uh, YouTube channel, XLR8 Tournaments as well. And then my contact number is 575-621-3490. And again, it's 575-621-3490. And I'll be glad to answer any questions. We'd love to have you come out and compete. Uh, just uh, have some fun with us and join the community. We have a lot of great players that will help answer questions about, you know, any rules and just, just very, you know, a lot of camaraderie and good good spirit with the whole community. And that, and you know what, and that's one of the things that I love uh, since I've been doing this uh, sports podcast is that a lot of people just get out there for the social aspect of just hanging out with some other people. That's right. You know, you're waiting for your table, you're waiting for your turn, and you're sitting around, you're talking to people. It's the same thing as if you were going out on a Friday or Saturday night to play some pool with your friends, except this time, you can win some cash. You can win some cool prizes. Uh, You get that competitive spirit going right there. And you get to critique other players. Not that anybody's judging, I'm sure, right? <laughs> right. That never No, happens. not at all. Never. You should have shot it this way. Oh, yeah, man. I, why did you do that? <laughs> right, exactly. What were you thinking? Yeah, all in fun. All yeah, in, all in exactly. fun, of course, yeah. Uh, I'm sure that it is a blast. But that social aspect of getting out and yes. uh, getting around these other people that just really enjoy the same thing, is you can never discount what that does for your mental health in general. I'm sure that there are a lot of people that go there just to – Forget about you said you were in sales for a while and stuff exactly. like that. Get the stresses just off get my the mind. Stress out, get that out there. And, and that's a very a huge point, you know, that you just brought up. The friendship and the competitiveness and playing and fun. And it's fun to be competitive, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember growing up with my mom playing Monopoly and, and, and she was competitive at that game. And, and How I many was, tables were flipped? I was picking up little green houses for weeks. I mean, oh. I'll tell you what. But, <laughs> so, but it's a lot of fun to compete with your friends and, and, and meet new, new people that share your same passion and what you're, you know, in the game. And, and uh, so we'd love to have, have the folks come out and check it out. Yeah, that competitive spirit is something that, uh, you know, it is, can never be forgotten. I think it's just part of being a human. That's right. that little bit of a competitive spirit. And even those that say they don't have it, it's a little bit. It's, it's always there. It's under, it's underneath there maybe just a little bit. Yes. And then there are those people, you know, like my brothers and sisters who would flip those tables when we flip. <laughs> when you play. I'll be honest with you. I, right. I, I, I don't like Monopoly just for the fact that it takes so long to play sometimes. And people cheat. They do. They cheat. And uh, uh, and my mom said I cheated. I'm like, no, I didn't, Mom. I promise. And, and I, I've ne- I, I personally have never flipped a table. But I have said, you know what? Take the house. I'm giving up on the mortgage. You can repossess it. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I just passed away. We'll give me the rest of my money to charity. Right. That's fine. That's a, that's the way that I played Monopoly. Um, All in fun. Right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that when I was a kid, they probably uh, they probably would have been diagnosed with a little ADHD. I'm pretty sure about that. You know, just to keep my attention span going up long enough on that. But yeah, the, the the social aspect to everything that is going on, to sports in general. You know, uh, even if you're just getting out as a spectator to go ahead and watch some of these tournaments. And uh, see some amazing players and some other things like that because you can go out there to watch these, maybe get inspired to get uh, some of the playing done. Uh, do you have any tournaments coming up actually that anybody can know? We do. We okay. have uh, an Accelerate Open tournament coming up uh, this Saturday, the uh, 25th at Lucky Dog uh, Billiards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, right around the corner here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get my bearings. Uh, um, let's see. 
Loman? Loman yes. and Nominal over yes. here. Right okay. there. Right there. Yeah. Is that where they are? Right over here? Yeah, I think. <laughs> that is going to be party. That is going to be an open tournament. So it's oh, the first what? one of its kind that we're doing. That uh, Normally, like I said, we've been doing the handicap tournaments. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to go ahead and do one for the upper level players as well as anybody else who wants to join and play that is not handicapped so they can uh, go out and compete and, and have fun. Um, that one is Saturday. Right now it is full, but a lot of times we do have players that don't show up. And so uh, there could be, you know, an opening or two. Uh, we, just, we don't know at this point. Well, um, or, but, or, or as I, as I mentioned before, once again, just going out there to, if you're interested in getting in, in into any of the accelerate tournaments to go ahead and check it out, see how it's fun, see how the game goes, see how it flows, you know, uh, check out the competition. Just saying. Uh, check out the competition, see how it goes right there to see if this is something that you would really enjoy and like to really get into. Um, what time is that tournament going to be held? So that tournament will uh, start at noon. Mm -hmm. There's a uh, warm-up time at 11 a.m. and the tournament starts at noon. So. At noon. Okay. Yes. What else you got coming up after that? Any other so, yes, we do have another one uh, April 8th in, uh, at uh, Clicks in El Paso. Okay. Uh, that one's going to be uh, nine ball as okay. well. And uh, See, and then we have a championship series that we're running in, in uh, El Paso at uh, uh, Pizza Zone, okay. uh, which is uh, going on between February. Uh, it started February 4th, and it goes all the way till uh, July. We have six tournaments and then a finale in August, that's and that's cool. at Pizza Zone in El Paso. Okay. Yeah, those Once series are actually pretty cool because then you're going on from week to week, and you kind of see how the standings are. And that's exactly right. Each month. Uh, it's once a month, mm -hmm. and there are points awarded depending on how you place. So you get so many points for placing, uh, you know, uh, 13 through 16th as an example. So mm -hmm. many points for placing fourth or fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. And those points accumulate each month. And so at the end of the series, we're going to have awards given for the first, you know, first, second, and third points leaders. Awesome. Kind of like they do in racing. So. That's racing. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that or in uh... – um, which one that I want the series points in uh, drag racing? Oh, right. Yeah, we look at the series for the uh, uh, that uh, summer series or season that they have right there. So, uh, drag race, uh, racing fan. So I am I, that might have been your car. I seen with the NHRA. Uh, no, nope, uh, no, probably that not, mine, not mine. Okay, no, I have the pretend I saw car right out front with that. No, I have the pretend <laughs> sports car that's up on the other side. It's a little voice cylinder thing. It, it's got a rear spoiler on it, and I don't know why because it's front wheel drive, <laughs> but you know. But it does have the split in the front, so it's a pretend sports car. Right but I do love uh, uh, drag racing, and I do love uh, um, some of the um, street racing rates. Uh, no prep, yeah, uh, no prep kings. Uh, basically, they do go to a uh, uh, drag racing uh, track, and normally how they would prep the, the track, you know, make sure that it's sticky, make sure it's clean, all the stuff. They basically pretend it's more like a street race, and there's no prep on there at all. And you go out there, and you have to you have to tune to the street, and you have to try and figure out what's going to work, what's going to not going to work on these tracks. And uh, I think uh, the closest events that they've come over here would be I think they I think they've done something in um, Lubbock, and then also Phoenix and Tucson. I think they were a couple of races were there, but um, yeah, I just I just love that. And they also have a, a TV series that comes out every once in a while, so you can catch it. Like I'm following everybody on YouTube, so I know everything that's kind of going on. But then to watch the races on on it when it comes out, but I do, uh, uh, yeah, it's one of those things that, that I like and I enjoy. I would love to race, and I would love to once again find out how bad I am at it. I love sports, and I find out exactly how bad I am at all these sports. But it's still fun. Like like I said, it's still fun to go out there and have some fun with it. 
minutes, right? Uh, you ever been out there to Royal Seco? Um, I have had some friends that have gone out there before, and uh, I have not actually personally been out there. Um, but uh, I actually had a friend that was racing at a lot out there. They took a smart car out there to try and, try and have some fun with it. And uh, that one would be pretty interesting because uh, you're not going to beat an electric car off the line. You're going to have to come That's back right. on that one because That's that acceleration right. is instant. The, the torque of electric motors, yeah, exactly. is different. Yeah. Um, but that's was watching still. something. Uh, okay, I'm gonna slip into EVs right now. Uh, was watching a um, smart smart car before the actual smart car came out, the little boxy thing. They actually, the company actually did a roadster. There's a two seater roadster that was out really? there. It's a very, it's a really, really cool car. But that was probably about uh, five, six years before that little boxy thing came out. So that was like early thousand. Early 2000s, mid 2000s, when that came out, hmm. uh, you might be, still be able to find a few of them out there, um, but it was um, not an electric one, uh, so it was just a little roaster right there. It's just a lot of fun, and I've seen sports cars when you talk about that torque that you can knock the electric motor. Um, somebody can't remember which which country did it, but they had this little sports car. Obviously, quiet as all get out, but they decided, you know what we're going to do. We're going to put a motor on each tire and then have the computer work everything out right there. So you talk about your grip, you talk about your turns, you talk all that stuff, all wheel drive, individual all wheel drive right, right. on there and the torque on each of those tires. And once the computer figures out what that grip is on each of those tires, mm -hmm. it's done. Wow. Of course, if you go out full speed, your battery lasts for about 30 minutes, but that's, sure. you know, that's the way it is right now. Right. Uh, that's interesting because I saw that uh, there's a Rapid Blue C8 Corvette. Yeah, in the parking lot, and uh, they're that's really, the new the mid, the mid engine, you know, oh, Corvette. Yeah, Corvette. And, and speaking of what you were just talking about, they're coming out with a new uh, uh, E Ray, mm -hmm. so it's going to be electric as well as an internal combustion engine. Okay, it's going to have all wheel drive with, with the batteries powering the front, yeah, so fastest Ooh. bed ever. So that's interesting, yeah. 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 No, that means yeah. to see where all this goes. Well, you know, yeah. I'm a big fan of electric vehicles, I've always have been because I think that's really, really good. But the only thing, because they're fun to drive, they're, they're quiet. Like mm -hmm. I said, go fast. Really, you're going to get really, really quick. You're going to go fast. You're going to get off the line. You can do all that stuff. But uh, my problem with that is just you you can't go for distance on those things right there. You can go for a quarter mile. You can go for, uh, you know, eighth mile and stuff like that. But really you're not going to get – I'm not going to be able to drive home over the weekend without having to sit eight hours and charge it again before I get – Halfway there, right? You know. and they're getting that, better. They're getting better at the rapid yeah. charging. We'll see where it goes. And they it, need to put them everywhere. But and and, that, and that's you know, the thing. The infrastructure. I think they need to get on that. But I would be more interested in seeing some more hydrogen, mm -hmm. hydrogen engines come out because that. If you talk about being ecologically friendly, I know we went into sports cars right now, but or anything else like that. But a hydrogen engine, the exhaust is water. Yep, exactly. You know, it's, it's it's the byproduct is water. Uh, you know, hydrogen is the most uh, available element on the planet, and you can make it, uh, you know, basically. So that would be the best thing about it because electric vehicles are great, and yeah, that's zero emission type stuff, but you got to build those batteries. And then what do you do with the batteries when they're done? You know, if you're really thinking about the environment, it's something still an ecological problem. Yeah, you exactly. still got, you got to keep that in the back of your head. Okay, now yeah. that I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. No, that's okay. It was all <laughs> racing, it's, yeah, it's sports, it's racing sports. Um, yeah, because, uh, like I said, I think it's great. I love that. I still love EVs. I would love to get myself, in fact, I have a, I have a car 
that I would love to convert to an EV just because it would be fun to drive around for mm -hmm. the summer. Um, and it would be really, really cool. And I've seen the conversion kits for uh, VWs and uh, I've seen some conversion kits for uh, the minis, like the old school minis right, and stuff right. like that. Yeah. Um, I think I saw a conversion kit for a Carmen Ghia. Like I'm, I'm a VW fan as well. Hmm. So you can imagine driving a Carmen Ghia with the, you know, that the VW sports car, look it up. It's awesome. Um, you know, that, and to be able to drive that around town and everything else like that, that would be fun. That would be right. really great. Because if you're talking about emissions, you're talking about your daily drivers type stuff. Mm -hmm. Your long distance stuff, the, the combo where you have the engine and the, yeah, the, hybrid, and the, the sure, hybrids. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I was wondering what that word was. <laughs> um, yeah, the hybrids would be really, really good. And then, like I said, I'd like to see more hydrogen or a fuel cell. Uh, and I agree. And I think the hybrids, you know, even in racing, they're starting to introduce some of that. And the, the hybrids are a good bridge to the gap. Right. Yeah. We're not there yet, but they're a good bridge to the gap. And we'll I, I am waiting to see if uh, if we're going to get more um, EVs or the first time that they try and get some racing done with EVs. They've got a, I think they've got a few series that try it, you know, but uh, they're they're not going to be those 500 lap things, you know. Right. Yeah, you know, not going to have that kind of endurance. It's like we're going to have an eight-hour intermission while all the cars charge up, you know, <laughs> and then we're going to get back out. You're not going to, you're not going to get any of those twenty-four-hour races, you know, that you would have in there. No Le Mans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to get any of those. But right. I still, I look forward to the, to the point where we might get there, and see how that would work. Um, but uh, until we do, um, it still would be fun to use that as a daily driver to go around. So pull up to someone next to the street. And they're going to hear my video and me singing louder than my engine. That would be fun. And, and I owned a couple of convertibles, so that's happened on occasion. Anyway. Right. <laughs> so when you own a convertible, my friends, if you sing along to the radio and your top is down, everyone can hear you. I'm just saying. Just I'm just giving you that warning if you ever decide to go with a convertible. But if you sound just as good as you do in the shower, it should be okay, I, right? I don't think <laughs> now. I may have been in radio for 30 years, but every time I hear my voice, I'm like, oh, no, I know, I know I'm not necessarily waking people up with joy. I'm scaring them away. Like, what's that sound? <laughs> oh, it's Georgina. <laughs> um, no, but, it, it, you know, it's uh, really cool to go ahead and have you on here and, and to learn about this because I think a lot of people may have thought that, uh, you know, there's just not a lot going on with cool tournaments in town. Like, you said, like I said, when... You know, we had a place closed that a lot of people was very popular uh, right there. And then you don't think about some of the other places around here, you know, unless you know someone who's uh, going out to some of these places. And now we just let everybody know that, uh, yeah, the, the full tournaments are here. You have an opportunity to get out there and enjoy them. There's, uh, and it's fairly frequent. You're running, like you said, two or three months. Oh, yeah, easily. And they're, they're you know, right here in town at Lucky Dog Billiards and Old House and Jerry's, uh as well. Very lively with full tournaments that are, that are oh, happening. Yeah. Awesome. And league. We have league. And you have leagues league as well. We have league teams. What kind of leagues? So BCA, the, the Billiards Congress oh, of America, yeah. CSI, Q Sports International League uh, is the sanctioned, you know, if you will, the, 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 the body. Um, but um, the, the leagues are five-man teams. Mm -hmm. So five-man slash women as well of course. of course and that is um every week on tuesdays right now at lucky dog billiards as well when do your seasons so, run through right now this one's running from 
the we just we really just started back up uh, the beginning of this month, okay. and it's going to run all the way through December, uh, about the December twelfth. Wow, that's a long so season. Yeah, it is. And but we do take a break in the summer, a couple months off during the summer, and we just now uh, took a couple weeks off for spring break of course, as well. But it is it is a long one, and um, folks can join uh, a team anytime during the first four weeks of the first half. Okay. And then during the first four weeks of the second half as okay. well. And okay, so, cool, cool. Yeah. And all of that information, of course, they can go to your Facebook page. No, right well, now. no, uh, I mentioned the leagues. We don't run the leagues. Oh, you that don't is, run the that leagues. Is, that is ran by a uh, good uh, uh, tournament, uh, excuse me, tournament director and league director, Kathy Calger. Okay. She runs those the leagues as well at Lucky Dog Billiards. And uh, so it's separate from Accelerate Tournaments, but we're all. You know, we're all part no, of that we'll as well. Family, yeah, right? we're all big, yeah. one big family yeah. playing pool. You know, maybe we'll have to have her stop in and then talk about a little bit more of the uh, yes uh, leaks and uh, some of the stuff that's going on now in there. Yes, I, I can definitely uh, uh, introduce or uh, get them connected. Uh, okay, to be uh, yourself directly, Tyler. How are you? Yeah, I, yeah Tyler, so. Lindsay, myself. We you know we, okay. we all work together to go ahead and try and get everybody on here. Yeah, I think that'd but, be great. That'd yeah, be, yeah I, I believe she would like to, to well, do that. Can't speak for her hundred percent, but I think she would. <laughs> <laughs> so just uh, just tell her don't watch it. <laughs> we don't want to scare you. Uh, no, it's uh, well. It's been yeah. awesome having you here, and I'm really oh. glad to learn about these tournaments and the fact that this is going on in town. Um, you might find me uh, sneaking down, maybe to go ahead and, and uh, take a look at some of the tournaments. You know, I'll go down there, have a root beer or two. You know, I don't want to go too hard for. Love to have you. Yeah, That'd be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Really. And, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, just go ahead and check it out. I feel like, and I, I, I tell everybody this all the time. Anybody that says there's not anything to do here in Las Cruces, they're just not looking hard enough. Exactly. There are so many different things that you can do, so many, especially when it comes to sports in general, but there's so many different things that you can get a whole, uh, be involved in and take part in. Right. And it doesn't always have to be very physical or anything else like that. When we talk about some of these tournaments and getting out there and playing the game, this is something that uh, you know almost everybody can do. Exactly, that's so. a great sport for that. That's exactly right, yeah. from the young to the old. And, and, yeah, and I would love to get some of the young players, some of the young people involved about this. I've talked. Everybody <laughs> just heard the motorcycle go by. See, <laughs> electric vehicles. Um, uh, you know, we've talked to a few of the uh, golf managers around town, and they talk about the uh, junior LPGA. Or the junior PGA uh, stuff that they get and getting the kids involved. I think it would be awesome to get some of the kids involved with the younger people involved in some of these tournaments and uh, have something like that. I think that would be really, really cool, especially for the sport in general. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. That is something that we are looking at doing. Uh, we're, I've got another gentleman that I work with. Uh, it's also involved in the pool with us that mm -hmm. he is interested in doing so. And so what we need to do is put out our uh, put out the information through yeah. the schools, through wherever, and get those guys uh, the youngsters involved because i know a lot of them you know like to play and and um and would would appreciate the, the venue and the opportunity to play somewhere uh where even though yeah it's a bar but we can you know make sure that everything's great for them at that location uh and wherever you know, the tables are and safe and secure for them so yeah have a good time for them. Um, when i used to live in phoenix they used to have a place um it was on Indian School Road, and if anybody's familiar with Phoenix, they know where that is called Golden Ball. And it was basically this huge space. They must have had, I'm guessing, probably uh, over 30 tables in there. And it was just this place. They had video games, they had pool tables, and then off in the distance in the corner somewhere is where they actually had you know, the bar. So it was all ages, everything else like that. But it was really cool to get out there and, and, and 
it was it was a lot of fun. Like I said, when I lived in Phoenix, we were out there all the time. It was it was it was it was the hangout the place, out. I guess yep. you could you, know, you could say, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, when I think about it back then, probably not the safest place to be. <laughs> but I think it, this was the early '90s. Okay, it was a, a lot of us grew up like that. Yeah. we didn't wear helmets. And all yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, guys, people, you drink from the garden hose. They're like, mm -hmm. <gasps> no. So it was. It, 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 it's it's a weird and strange, wonderful world. Right there, you go. That's a way to put it. I'm not gonna put it that way. That's a great way. <laughs> but uh, thanks a lot for coming out, Aaron. Thanks a lot for letting us know about everything that's been going on. I look forward to uh, maybe checking out a few of the tournaments that you're gonna have coming up there, and uh, maybe a few of the leagues as well, and uh, see what's going on at the Lucky Dog because that'll be in town. Uh, that's uh, just right over here. Yes. And, uh, and old housing Jerios and old housing your local we own Amador as well. Yep. I mean, excuse me, on Loman. Loman, exactly. yeah. I know. I get those yeah. two. I've been here for 25, 27 years. I still get those two. Lomador, right? Lomador, yeah, Lomador. Exactly. Yeah, Lomador. Um, but of course, uh, if they, if you need any more information, they can go ahead and find you on the YouTube page and on your Facebook page. They'll have the contact information if they're interested in any of the tournaments there, right? Yes, exactly. And we'd love to have you come on uh, over and check it out, have some fun with us, and join us. So yeah, absolutely, yeah, and I so, really appreciate you having us on today well, uh, you know i really do thank you like i said we'd like to get a variety of different things around here uh because like i said you don't know what you don't know and if you didn't know that we have really regular pool tournaments in town now you do so thanks a lot for coming out aaron and uh once again thank you guys for tuning in uh, we will be back again next tuesday six o'clock as we always are live right here on the patio at the Amador Live Eatery and Entertainment District. Of course, right outside of the Broken Spoke, as you can see on the patio. And now that the sun is going down a little bit later right here, you can really come out on the patio and enjoy yourself and uh, you know have a few beverage and just hang out with us if you want. So well, once again, uh, thanks a lot for tuning in. We will see you guys next Tuesday, 6 o'clock, for our Messiah Valley News Sports Podcast.